Love is a powerful force. We'll talk about it. I'll be right back. Blessings to you and welcome to Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin Boone. I am so glad you're here that you stopped by to listen. And I pray that you will listen until the end of this episode. Walk in the Word is a podcast where we are learning to live according to the Word of God. All right, you guys. So we are talking about love and The title of this episode is, What's Love Got to Do With It? And so many of you know of a song by Tina Turner entitled, What's Love Got to Do With It? And she, some of the lyrics, what's love got to do with it? What's love but a secondhand emotion? What's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. (laughs) All right. So, so I thought about that and, uh, this is, it was just an amazing thing for me to, to come across. So I'm going to be in Genesis. And remember the title of this episode, What's Love Got to Do With It? So I'm going to be in Genesis around the first chapter, pulling out verses, because I want to share something so sweet with you. All right. So Genesis 1 chapter, I'm sorry, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verse 2. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness covered the surface of the watery depths, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. There was an evening, and there was a morning, one day. Then God said, Let there be an expanse between the waters, separating water from water. So God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from the water above the expanse, and it was so. God called the expanse sky. Evening came and then morning, the second day. Then God said, let the water under the sky be gathered into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth and the gathering of the water he called seas. And God saw that it was good. And then this goes on. And on, God says, let the earth produce vegetation, plants, fruit. Notice it says, um, let the earth produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and fruit trees on the earth bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds without seed that can't reproduce. So the earth produced the vegetation, the seed-bearing plants according to their kind, trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. God saw that it was good. And then he continues to create. He creates the stars. He creates the sun, the moon. Then he goes and says, let the water swarm with living creatures. So he's filling the seas and the oceans with living creatures. Let the birds fly above the earth, across the expanse of the sky. 
He created large sea creatures. He saw that all this was good. And then what he does, if you um, move on down to chapter one, verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Then he talks about what man will do. Man will rule the fish. He will rule the birds of the sky, the livestock, the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl on the earth. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. Look at verse 29, chapter 1. God also said, look to the man. I have given you every seed bearing plant on the surface of the entire earth and every tree whose fruit contains seed. This will be food for you. For all the wildlife of the earth, for every bird of the sky and for every creature that crawls on the earth, everything having the breath of life in it, I have given every green plant for food and it was so. All right. Verse two, the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had formed. And on and on, he places a river. He causes moisture to come up from the ground to water everything. What does love have to do with this? God created everything. Then he created man and woman. Everything. He prepared the earth for the habitation of humanity, of humankind. The love, okay, remember God is love. And what happens when you love, when you love, when you love someone or say a, a, a couple, they love each other so much. They have this, this, this great love for one another. And that love becomes so overwhelming that they want to share that love with another person. And so they begin the process of trying to get pregnant because they that love that they have for one another, they want to express that by bringing a human being into their world so that they can pour out that love upon that human being, that new human being. God is love. He is the epitome of love. He, his, he is love. And so he knew that he was going to create humanity. He knew he was going to create Adam. God has always existed. He knew he was going to create Adam. 
He knew he was going to create Eve. He knew he was going to to uh, uh, form Eve from from Adam. He knew that. God is omniscient. He is all knowing. He knew that. And because he loved them, even before he created them, even before God formed Adam, he already knew they would exist. And so his love for them existed because God is love. And so because he loved them, this is so amazing, because he loved them, he wanted to bring them into a world that was already prepared for them. The way he had them formed in his mind, they would need food. They would need one another. They would need a place to live, a place to dwell. He knew they would need all this. And so he began the process of creation. This, it just blows my mind because as I was reading this, I was like, this is awesome. And it's awesome because he tells the man, once he creates the man, he says, look. Look what you have. I've created all of this for your enjoyment. I've created all of this. The birds of the sky, the the creatures in the sea, the living creatures in the seas and the oceans, the sun, the moon, the stars, the trees, the fruit, all. I've created all of this. For you. I wanted you to have this. I wanted you to be comfortable. Adam. And so here. This is all yours. I'm even giving you rule over it. You can rule over. I'm giving you dominion over all of this. Because I I'm pouring out my love upon you, Adam. And here, because I'm love and I'm pouring out my love on you, Adam, you're filled with love. And you're going to want to pour out your love on someone. And nothing else is going to satisfy Nothing else is going to satisfy that love. None of the, none of the none of the creatures that you name nothing will satisfy when you want to pour out that love. And so I am going to create woman from you so that you can pour out your love upon her. And everything is ready for you. I, I'm just like, so, so God didn't just create the heavens and the earth and everything in them and the, and the expanse, the sky and the universe and all the galaxies. He didn't just create that to just create it. 
He created it out of an immense and unexplainable love. He knew we would be here today. And so we have what we need. I mean, think about it. Even out of his love, he already knew Adam and Eve would sin. He already knew. Listen, Jesus did not come up all of a sudden with an idea of redemption and salvation when Adam and Eve sinned. It wasn't like, oh, okay. Like I hear some preachers say, oh, oh, Adam and Eve sinned. I need to do something about this. No, God already had the plan. And it was all birthed out of his love for us. For all of humanity that he sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins. It was out of his love that he allowed him to be tortured and humiliated and beaten and crucified. It was out of God's love, the father's love. It was out of the love that he is. That calls us back to himself. And when I think about the preparations, the going back to Genesis, when I think about the preparations that God made for us, it made me think about the preparations in some cultures, even in some families in the Western culture, how the uh, when there's a wedding or when or when a, a, a man is about to uh, he proposes to his wife or excuse me, to his, you know, girlfriend he proposes and she says yes now he may have already started making preparation but he begins the process of preparing a home for her so that when she comes into that home everything is ready she is comfortable now that's in an ideal situation she's comfortable he has everything done the kitchen is ready The bedrooms are ready. The living room is ready. Everything is prepared so that when she comes in that home, she feels the love and she feels like he had her on his mind before he even proposed. That's amazing to me. And so God, God, loved us so much before one human being was ever on this earth. He prepared the way. He prepared the earth and he created and he made sure that every living creature has within itself the ability, the capacity to produce seed, to produce of its own kind so that life would continue even today and beyond. That's his love. And if we could just get a hold of that, just get a hold of it. So what's love got to do with it? everything. Love has everything to do with the reason why we're here. 
my daughter talked about this in, in the previous podcast that the reason why we're here is because the love of God. And so if you or a friend or a family member feels like no one loves them, oh, my friend, you have got to show them. Show them Genesis. Show them Christ. So show them Jesus. But start in Genesis. You'll see the love of God. And how it has carried generations and generations. Now I know people refuse God's love. They they think his the things that happen and all that and you know how could God love? But he does. And how does he? Because he is love. No, he doesn't do everything that happens in this earth. But God is love. It is not a secondhand emotion like Tina Turner sang. And of course, I'm not putting her down. I used to sing that song when I was out there. And even sometimes I hear it, you know, every now and then in my head. Because we have memory like that. But um, it's not a secondhand emotion. Love. You know, yes, we feel the emotion of love. We feel that emotion, yes. But God made a decision based on his love. Because he is love, he made a decision. I'm going to create. I'm going to create out of this love that I have. And I'm going to make sure that what I create has a place to abide. I'm going to make sure of that. Just like that husband-to-be prepares for his wife-to-be, his bride-to-be, by getting their home ready. Also, think about this. When that couple that I talked about in the beginning has so much love for one another that they want to pour out that love on another human being, what do they do? You know, even if they can't necessarily afford, you know, a nursery and all these beautiful things to to prepare room for the baby, they do start preparing. The one who's able to afford it, they get that room ready, they paint, they wallpaper, they purchase the crib, the, the mobile that hangs over the crib. They purchase the baby toys and the teddy bears. And, you know, the dad, if he wants a boy, he purchases a glove and a football. The mom, if she wants a girl, she purchases the, the pink and, you know, and they get ready. And those who can't afford it, it, it doesn't matter. They still in their hearts begin to prepare. They might start buying a pack of diapers or, you know, they 
They have a baby shower after a certain number of weeks and months. They begin to share the word with their family and friends and and those people begin to prepare. They begin to purchase items and, you know, and then there's a baby shower and they bring all these purchases and the gifts and, you know, they want to share the love. They prepare because they love. Just remember, God prepared the way for us to experience the greatest love of all. And that greatest love was expressed in Jesus Christ, is expressed in Jesus Christ, the greatest gift. If you don't know this great, great love, I encourage you strongly to get to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Acknowledge that you are a sinner. Repent of those sins. Turn away. And ask the Lord Jesus Christ to save you, to become Lord of your life, and he will come in, and he will abide with you forever. He will baptize you by his spirit into the body of Christ, and then he will fill you with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Spirit and fire so that you can live this life for him with power and without apology. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. Thank you for the love that you have for us. This love that is so great This love that is not a mushy thing. (laughs) It's not an emotional thing. But it's a decision you made. That you wanted us to have life. And have it more abundantly. Back in Genesis. And even today in Christ Jesus. Lord. My God. Save the one who needs salvation. Encourage the believer who is thinking that they don't have anyone to love them. Father, pour out your love upon us. Pour it out, God. We receive it in the name of Jesus. And as you pour it out into us, God, we pour it out on others. Hallelujah. We pour it out because we can't contain it all. We're not meant to hold it to ourselves. Help us to be the expression of love in the earth. And I know sometimes that love is tough. It's still love. And Father, I praise and I thank you. I magnify your name. And I ask you to bless the listeners. Touch them. Meet every need, God. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Well, y'all, God bless you. Thank you again. And I hope that you have been blessed by this message from my heart to yours. You have a great day and I'll see you next week.